just as hockey players, I mean, we grew up playing against guys from Minnesota, and uh, that kind of goes on into junior hockey and then up into college as well. So, I mean, you know a lot of the guys you're playing against, and they don't like us, and we don't like them, so uh, it'll be fun. You're listening to The Quick Cast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome into The Quick Cast, the official podcast of Quick Trip. My name is Chris Calloway with the marketing department, and I'm joined today by Brock Caulfield, a fifth-year senior for the University of Wisconsin men's hockey team, senior hailing from Stevens Point, Wisconsin, getting set for the Quick Trip holiday face-off coming up December 28th and 29th at the Pfizer Forum in Milwaukee alongside Lake Superior State, Clarkson, and UMass. Brock, thanks for joining us today. Uh, getting ready for a big weekend, though, first before for the holiday tournament, right? Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a big weekend for our team heading to Minnesota, so uh, it's one we mark in our calendars for sure. I can imagine, you know, that that rivalry pretty huge. Uh, just going back towards the beginning of the season, a little bit of a, of a tougher start to the season, uh, but certainly playing better as of recently, you know, a big win over Michigan. Do you feel like things are just kind of starting to click with the team, or what do you kind of contribute the, the recent upswing to? Yeah, I mean, there's been lots of ups and downs, and I think we've tried to find our groove and find consistency through that, and uh, definitely better as of late, but uh, still a lot of work to do. So as a um, as a fifth-year senior, you guy who's who's been through a lot of these battles, kind of what's your your job as a leader, one of the captains of the team, to kind of help make sure that it's a, an even-keeled ship over the course of a long season? Yeah, I mean, just trying to bring the same energy and same – focused every day I think treating every practice the same way and uh treating every game you know the same too I mean obviously it's a big weekend for us now and uh everyone looks at Minnesota like you know that's the game you want to play in but um I know we we have to keep the same energy throughout the year so you mentioned it's a game that you circle on your calendar how do you describe the rivalry between the University of Wisconsin and Minnesota particularly when it comes to hockey yeah, I mean, obviously you look at the two schools and it's a lot of history there. And I mean, I don't know how many years the game's been going on, but uh, a lot longer since I've been around. And uh, just as hockey players, I mean, we grew up playing against guys from Minnesota and uh, that kind of goes on into junior hockey and then up into college as well. So, I mean, you know, a lot of the guys are playing against and they don't like us and we don't like them. So uh, it'll be fun. So are there guys on the Gophers that you've been playing against for the better part of 20 years? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've played here for five years now, so I know a lot of the guys and uh, and youth hockey too. So it's it's cool to see, you know, it come full circle and uh, be a factor here this weekend. And you know, Minnesota likes to you know stake their claim as the state of hockey, and you know, very proud of their hockey heritage. How do you kind of describe Wisconsin though as as a hockey state? You know, there's not necessarily a professional team that everybody rallies around, but I know plenty of big Badger hockey fans. So how do you kind of describe, you know, the the hockey culture here in the state of Wisconsin? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Milwaukee with the Admirals is another uh, big team and big hockey hotbed in Wisconsin. And uh, that's something that my grandfather and my dad, they grew up in Milwaukee and uh, he kind of started, you know, hockey in some way there. And uh, I know a lot of people are passionate about the sport. And although we don't have an NHL team, I, I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of good hockey fans here and a lot of people that like watching. Do you feel kind of a difference, though, once you cross the border into 
Minnesota because you know we live here on the on the west side of the state in La Crosse and I definitely noticed like once you get into Minnesota like hockey's just a different deal over there so I mean is there is there a way that we can kind of get closer to that level or is that just kind of ingrained in Minnesota or what do you kind of see that that coming from I mean I they do have like an NHL team right there they have a bunch of college hockey teams we have the one division one team they have a bunch of them so uh, there's a lot of different areas, I guess, that are exposed to the high levels of hockey. But, um, I mean, I think there's a lot of fans of Wisconsin, too, that, that care about the sport. And it's cool to see, especially the younger guys, uh, younger levels getting into the sport, too. Sure. So who did you root for going up? Was it was it mostly just the Admirals going to those games? Or kind of who was the, the teams that you were trying to follow and, and you know watch on TV? Yeah, I definitely went to a few Admirals games. But uh, my dad was a... Uh, Quebec Nordiques fan growing up uh, in Canada and then he followed him to the uh, when they moved to Colorado so I was kind of forced to become an Avalanche fan and uh, we watched a lot of those games in my household so I would say that would be my team. Are you watching uh, primarily Montreal Canadiens games now when you get the chance? Uh, yeah I'd have to say watching your brother is pretty cool so uh anytime i get a chance to watch i definitely do right your little brother cole with uh with montreal there do you have to get a special like canadian tv package to be able to follow that or is it just kind of the nhl plus uh, i just watch on the espn plus so sure they have all the games and i love watching okay so you've been you know many different parts of wisconsin you know first growing up in stevens point then team wisconsin juniors with the green bay gamblers so uh, would you say you've played more hockey within the state of Wisconsin than just about anyone else? I mean, I'd say so. I'd say that uh, there's not many people that have. I mean, I've played in Wisconsin my whole life, and it's really special to honestly look back on and say you played your junior hockey here and, uh, you know, five years of college now. So uh, it's cool to be from here and own that and just be proud of it too. Sure. Talk to me about the Ice Hawks Arena. Uh, I know it's right down the street from a quick trip right off Highway 10 there in, uh, in Stevens Point. But, you know, managed by your father, I would imagine you sort of grew up in that in that rink, would you say? Yeah, my brother and I, anytime, you know, an off day of school or in the summer and, you know, someone from the night before left dirty ice, then my brother and I would go out and we'd, we'd tear it up for hours until my dad would kick us off and take us home. So uh, that was definitely an advantage of growing up uh with my dad running the rink so uh a lot of competitive battles between me and my brother with the lights off but it was certainly fun i mean does that give you kind of an advantage like as a hockey player getting to sort of you know live and breathe it you know every pretty much every day as a kid yeah i think that for sure helped and i mean it was always hockey for us when we were growing up uh you know we, we were never forced to do anything it was kind of just we come home from a weekend of games and we want to go shoot pucks so it's just like it was constant you know love from the the day i saw hockey the day i fell in love with it uh it was really early so you you did play a couple of other sports as a kid right uh yeah i played football growing up a little bit and then uh, baseball in high school did you kind of know that it was always going to come back to hockey though but you just kind of wanted to to round out some of your, you know, athletic efforts there? Yeah, I mean, look, just looking at our family history, I mean, I feel like kind of hockey is just technically in your blood, and uh, I fell in love with it right away, but also I feel like it's a good thing to get exposed to other sports, and uh, I mean, they were good hobbies to have to stay competitive, and 
you know, get off the ice for a little bit growing up. So um, I definitely like baseball a lot, but I think I knew it was always hockey. Is there similarities between swinging a bat and, you know, shooting a hockey stick? Certainly hand-eye and, I mean, focus and teamwork. I mean, there's a lot of things that, you know, you can relate to different sports, but uh, I, I think hockey's the more fun one to me. <laughs> okay. A little, little bit more uh, action for sure. No, yeah. That's safe to say. Uh, you know, you mentioned your family there. Your, your grandfather played for the Milwaukee Admirals, very instrumental in, in Milwaukee hockey. Uh, your father from Canada, three-time national champion at UW-Stevens Point, and then your younger brother, um, Cole, now in the NHL. Looking back at the couple of opportunities you've had to to share the ice with your brother, I mean, what, what kind of memories do you have um, being able to, you know, kind of keep that, that tight-knit family hockey going, you know, on the same sheet of ice? Yeah, I mean, we played youth hockey together and then a year of high school and then two years here. But uh, we certainly played against each other a lot, too. But I think anytime you're together, it's almost it's almost better off the ice to have a best friend and a brother just to hang out with and, you know, be close to family. But um, it's certainly cool to see him, see him grow and uh, watch him now, too. For sure. Looking back to last season, the, the Quick Trip Holiday Faceoff, it was the the first time that that venue, the, the Pfizer Forum, had ever been um, turned into a hockey rink. And so kind of when you look back to last year, um, what were your impressions being able to play in Milwaukee and kind of at that brand new arena, but, you know, for something besides basketball, what it was built for? Yeah, I mean, it was it was super cool. I think it's, uh, it's special to get more of the state involved and not just be in Madison all the time. And I think it's a special tournament and special games and I know we were all fired up because Christmas break, you're dying to get back on the ice. And, uh, you know, that's the first tournament. And it's just, it's really, really special to be able to play in that venue too. And uh, it was a pretty good crowd last year as well. And you personally, you know, had a couple of games to remember there. Uh, you know, that, that opening game, the the OT winner against Yale to, to win three to two. Um just what's it like? To, I mean, that's basically like a walk-off, you know, that goal and then the game is over. Um, what 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 do you remember most about scoring a game-winning goal and kind of the celebration that follows? Yeah, I mean, I I think we took that tournament really seriously as a group, so we knew we had to win that game to move on. And uh, I think it's just a big goal because it gave us a shot to play in the championship the next day. So, uh, yeah, kind of the biggest thing I remember is just shooting the puck and then all the teammates, you know, coming over and, uh, that was a big win for us to get to play the next day and uh, in the championship. So that was really special. So obviously hockey, a very physically demanding game. When it goes to overtime, are you able to just run off adrenaline or kind of what gets you through an overtime period like that? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a little bit of different feel and different hockey game with three guys out there compared to five. So uh, that kind of changed a little bit. And I think you're you're fine when you – in overtime and there's three guys in the ice and you want to score to win it you're not really thinking about how tired you are so um i think i mean you'd be lying if you said you wouldn't want to be out there regardless of how tired you are so uh it's certainly a fun time and i love playing in overtime sure and then the next day um you had to come right back and play a very good providence team uh scoring in the shootout there kind of what what makes for a successful shootout attempt for you obviously putting it in the back of the net is what you want to do but what goes through your head when it's just one-on-one with the goalie yeah it's something you work on at the end of practice and it's kind of a fun thing but uh 
obviously when there's points on the line or the games on the line or in that case the tournament it's uh it's more important and uh i mean there's a lot a lot of things you can do but the most important thing is scoring so you can i like to come down a, one of the sides and uh kind of look what the goalie has given me and i have a few moves where uh you kind of look and see if he's taken away this then i know i have another option so it's kind of the way i look at it and i would imagine that there's some film study that goes into something like that to kind of understand maybe some of the goalie tendencies and make sure that what the kind of scouting report on you is so you're not kind of playing into that too much i mean how much of that that film study goes into you know when you're getting one-on-one in a shootout like that yeah i mean i don't think it's as focused on at this level as it sure. is in you know the pro level but uh i know that goalies love looking at players tendencies and i think for for a player you need to you know look at the goalie all game and what he's doing and what hand he's catching is another big uh saying as to what like have an idea what you're gonna do but i think it just comes down to executing your shot and uh, scoring the goal Sure. Uh, so that, that tournament coming up once again at the Pfizer Forum on December 28th and 29th. And we talked about that venue a little bit. Obviously, you're going to a, a, a pretty raucous venue this upcoming weekend at uh, Mariucci up in Minnesota. But what are your some of absolute venues to play at that you've played at uh, kind of over the course of your career? Uh, I think it was my freshman year we played at the United Center. And that was that was a really special game just because you know, obviously to play in a NHL arena, it's just, it's kind of a wow factor and it's really cool. And uh, I know growing up when I was, you know, really little, I got to play in front of the Milwaukee Admirals, like in between periods. So that's another one where it's just like, I think anytime you see those games, you're just like in awe of looking around and being like, this is really cool. So uh, I think those are some, some cool ones. And then obviously Fire Service is a really cool venue and we're really excited to go back. And obviously the Cole Center too, who ranking up there, uh, you know, when, up there too, yeah. when that's happened for for a big game. Um, have you been able to to get and play uh, internationally much? Uh, I went overseas to play when I was younger, but never, never in like uh, international, like USA, like country tournaments. It was just uh, like a select team growing up, and uh, my brother and I went over there in a couple of years, so it was cool to. I guess, see a different part of the world, but it wasn't mainly focused on hockey, I guess. Okay, okay. So getting into um, what what Brock is like on, on game day, do you have any any pregame meals that you have to have every time, or is it kind of very game to game, not, not very superstitious in that regard? Yeah, I mean, I think I kind of go with what's making me feel the best uh, come puck drops. So, I mean, I'll make, like, adjustments if I – if I have something one day and then I just I don't feel the right way at come 7 p.m. or whenever we're playing, then uh, I'll switch it up. But I'm not really superstitious with anything or, you know, I try not to be crazy um, in that way just because, you know, if it's not there, if I don't have the food, then I'm going to be getting ahead. Sure. So start to finish, how long does it take you to get dressed and ready for a hockey game? Oh, dressed and ready would probably, I'm probably eight minutes. I don't know. It's probably really? quick. There's uh, we like to keep our off ice warm up uh, really kind of closer to the on ice warm up, just so you're not like sitting around or sitting in your gear. So, uh, tend to come running in from that and then throw the gear on real quick and head on the ice for the on ice warm up. 
So if you're walking into the arena in shorts and a t-shirt, you can be out there in full pads and skates in eight minutes. Uh, well, I have the under gear on, so it'd probably be a little longer than that, but, um, I'd probably say, give you, give me 10 minutes. I'll be on the ice. Okay. So we mentioned quick trip a little bit being, you know, just down the road from, uh, where you played at, at ice Hawks arena, you know, there's plenty in Madison. You got to, you know, live there with, uh, some of them green Bay as well. What's your go-to at quick trip when you're stopping maybe on the way home from a game? Oh, I love the I love the hot and ready stations. That's that's easy to just grab something quick, uh, you know, like Gatorade or water. And then uh, come summertime, of course, not in the season, a little snack like some candy or something. Okay, I would imagine kind of being from Wisconsin, there's a little bit of you know kind of being a host for some of your teammates, maybe coming in from Canada. When you're when you're trying to give them a good feel of Wisconsin, you know, maybe on a, in the off season. What do you like to, to, to show them about our home state here? Yeah, it's actually a funny question because uh, Tyson Jugnath came in uh, this summer and never been to the state of Wisconsin before. And uh, I kind of wanted to show him what's around. So we took him to Culver's right away. And I mean, it's just the Wisconsin staple and you had to show him and got him a butter burger and some cheese curds, uh, some custard. Just, I mean, I feel like you have to if you come to the state of Wisconsin. So that's for sure something we're known for. That's good. And, you know, being Division One hockey players, I'm sure you have the, the metabolism to be able to eat that and be able to, you know, still get out there and play. But uh, are you are you a fan of, of other you know, kind of Wisconsin sports teams? Are you following the Packers and, and Bucks or anything like that? Or is it just kind of focused in on hockey? Yeah, I mean, I like the Packers. I watch all of NFL football, really, with Red Zone every weekend. So, uh, yeah, I love watching the Packers. And uh, I've been to – one Bucks game, so not really too too close to the Bucks, but uh, definitely like Wisconsin sports and like watching our basketball team here. So, uh, I mean, anytime there's a Wisconsin team, you're obviously rooting for them. What's that camaraderie like between different sports teams at the university? Obviously, the men's basketball team has been pretty good. The the volleyball team, the women's volleyball team, is incredible. Uh, kind of what's that camaraderie like? I said, in between those those different teams on campus. Yeah, we're at the Cole Center, which is attached to the bond. We're with uh, women's hockey and then both basketballs more often than not. So I guess uh, kind of the basketball guys we're pretty close with and, you know, can say hi to. And then there's just like a mutual respect there. And uh, we kind of can understand what each other are going through. So um, and then obviously it's cool to watch uh, the volleyball team and get to know people that, you know, are playing their sport at a high level. So it's pretty cool. Very nice. Um, so you've been able to attend a couple of NHL development camps, both with the LA Kings, uh, the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, you're also working on your master's in sports leadership. What do you anticipate your, your life after, after you leave Madison to, to be like, do you have any idea what the next five to 10 years are like for you? Yeah. I mean, as of now, I want to play hockey and I mean, I'm really not ready to shut that door. So sure. Uh, hopefully after this season, you know, something's calling and, uh hopefully i can play my way from there but um as of now that's what i'm looking at and hopefully it works out sure but you know that that ma- the masters in sports leadership you know it's kind of a perk of being able to um be in in on campus a little bit longer you know get an extra degree in your back pocket is there something you want to use uh that long term for yeah i think it's it's really cool because it applies to you know what i'm doing now and 
playing hockey and trying to be a leader for these guys. And then also it's, it's cool to kind of learn about the coaching side of things. And I think that's definitely something I'm interested in, you know, in the long haul. And uh, it's something my, my grandfather did and my dad did. So uh, I think it's kind of in our family and it's cool to, you know, see that side of the game. And uh, it's interesting to learn about too. Sure. So as your, your career, you know, at Madison is starting to wind down a little bit, I would imagine if you get to reflect a little bit, it just kind of how weird it's been, you know, having to go through COVID and like you mentioned, playing in front of some of those empty arenas, uh, getting a fifth year, kind of how do you think you're going to look back at your at your college career and how is it going to set you up for what you want to do next? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's crazy to look back where we're going through and I mean, no one ever thought we'd, the world get shut down. I mean, I'd have to leave college, go home for I don't know how long. And uh, no one certainly thought we'd play in front of an empty building and, you know, have no fans in the stands with fake noise. And uh, so it's certainly crazy to look back on, but I feel like it hasn't hit me yet. I think it will once once it's really over. But uh, it's kind of cool to think about sometimes and think about all the experiences I've been through and uh, some I remember for lifetimes. The fake noise that had to be really weird. I mean, you're really buying it that they're that they're pumping but that it in. It was weird for you know the first five minutes of the game, and then you just drown it out. So. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, like I mentioned, you got a, a big tournament uh, or a big weekend coming up here uh, against the Gophers. Uh, still a lot of lot, lot of hockey left to be played for for the Badgers this season. Kind of, what are you hoping for out of the the last couple of months? Uh, you know, for the team on the ice. Yeah, obviously, I think we need to, you know, keep keep progressing here. And we've had a few good weekends that we can look at to, for confidence. But we know we have to, you know, keep hitting the gas pedal and keep going. So, I mean, our goal at the, at the end of the year is to compete for a championship. So it has been every year and it'll never change. So uh, I think that'll be important for us and trying to be our best come March. So it's kind of what we're shooting for. Very nice. So big weekend set at the uh, University of Minnesota this weekend and then we will see the Badgers in Milwaukee at the Quick Trip Holiday Faceoff alongside Lake Superior State, Clarkson, and UMass December 28th and 29th. Brock, we appreciate your time here on the QuickCast today. Good luck this weekend and uh, we'll see you in Milwaukee in a couple of weeks. Uh, thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the QuickCast. Hey, we'll see you next time. 